Hey, ladies and gentlemen, my name is Mario Candelaria, writer of comics such as Ashes and Epilogue, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box, where long necks, three horns hang out together, and big mouths. <laughs> That was funny, but it did not get caught. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, Where's man. our big mouth game when we need him? <laughs> uh, he's on his way back from, from Hawaii, so from o- Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I've seen him. Wow. Woo. We are talking about the ninth. I believe I was four. I was one year old. Depending on when it came out, I might not have been one. The Land Before Time is a 1988 animated adventure drama film directed and produced by Don Bluth and executive produced by Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, Kathleen Kennedy, and Frank Marshall. The film stars the voices of Gabriel Damon, Candace Hudson, Judith Bressel, and Will Ryan with narration provided by Pat Hingle. It's the inaugural film in the Land Before Time franchise. Yes, every other one is hot garbage. Is it? Well, if you're not five, I mean, like if you're <laughs> if you're five, I'm sure they're awesome. I don't. I think the second one came out when I was still young. I don't. I they're think not, I remember liking that one. Yeah, I think like when you're a kid. But this movie to me is like more than just a kid movie. Like I think it's still a kid movie, right? But like I could watch this as an adult. You know what I'm saying? Like and not. I, mean, I did. <laughs> <laughs> we just watched it. Yeah, and not be like this fucking blows. Like whereas. <laughs> I've seen some of the other ones with like my nieces and nephew, and I'm like, fuck, this is terrible. <laughs> I don't know that I've seen the second one. Maybe the second one's still good. But like the, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I think some of those came out like way later, yeah, though. Yeah, And I think the second one came out pretty quick. And so it probably caught some of that wave still. I, I know that this is the first toy that I, I'm not, I don't think it was the first toy I ever had, but it's the first toy I remember having is like a giant plush, like Littlefoot. Oh, that's cool. It was like kid-sized right? for that age. I remember watching this in, in elementary school, I think, for something. I, to me, like, I still thought it was pretty good. Like the, Specifically the narration, like the video and the perspective. Like I actually don't see that perspective a lot in like, even modern animation. Like when the mother long neck – like, tweaks around to hit the sharp tooth with her tail. Right. Like they show like the full body pivot. Like it's like I don't know, like like it looks correct. Like, right. It looks like that would do damage. It doesn't look cartoony. No, it looks like that is a gigantic thing hitting another big thing with its tail. <laughs> I, I so anytime we watch something like this. Yeah. I like it more because it's a time for me to sit down with the kids and watch it because I don't know that they've ever seen it or had ever seen it at that point. Sure. And so I like you the, with the Marvel bump. I, I kind of feel like it gets a bump from me because it's a time to sit and hang out with my family as well. Whereas normally we're watching shit that I'm like, yeah, yeah you don't have to sit down and watch this. Yeah, like, you probably shouldn't. Yeah. So like it's I still enjoyed it. I think the I think the animation looks great. I, I think it. I somehow I feel like we think we're I like so this animation better than a lot of new. Yeah, that's where I was going. So I think somehow we feel like we're doing things so much better, yeah. but somehow they look worse than what we used to do in the past. I mean, like 
from a point of like critically thinking, I think like it is clearly worse filmed. But the style of animation is like I'm okay with it right. being animated. Like this looks like drawings that are moving around. Right. Like in fact, like you can you can tell they're flipping pages in certain points <laughs> because it's not that well done as far as like the filming of That's the some animation hard fucking is. work, by the way. So if, it to had to draw be. all of these. There are parts of where Littlefoot is moving where I don't know if it's just because of the HDness of the TV now, but like, and I have. A, a bigger TV than you have in your living room in my room, so it's like five feet from my bed. <laughs> but um, you can see the flipping like of the page in certain areas, where I'm like, ah, that's pretty dope. And I like that like kids' movies back then just didn't pull punches; like it just told a story. It's like, yeah, the fucking mom gets killed by the sharp <laughs> tooth. And then there's a fucking earthquake where you just see dinosaurs dying. Like, you see that a lot, even in other non-cartoons. I mean, uh, like dogs are getting shot after the movie. Like all kinds of shit happened in little kid movies back in the day. Well, yeah, little kid movies—they were just life. Like little yeah. kid movies is like shit dies, <laughs> sharp teeth eat long necks. Grow up. <laughs> yeah. There are earthquakes. Shit dies. You know the movie opens up with things getting eaten and killed. Actually, you know what's crazy? 1988. This fucking movie was made with twelve and a half million dollars. It was made for more money than Jackass Jack Forever. <laughs> well, I think arguably Jackass Forever is just people getting fucked up. <laughs> Still, and could you imagine how many scenes are hand drawn for this movie? It, it's it's got that's got to be so fucking hard. I've, I, it's, There's it, teams of people. It, it's got to it. be yeah, but you you still even teams like you're you're drawing every movement throughout the whole movie. Could you imagine being this good at drawing? That's insane. That's your job? Yeah, that's it's crazy. I figure if you're this good at drawing, just go be an artist somewhere. Like, <laughs> because not I mean, only are who they made this though. I mean, you're looking at you're you're getting to work for. Uh, what what was the amble? It's Lucasfilm. I mean, that's a that's the that, height of artists. I'm betting that they're not getting paid what like. Okay, so at I'll, the time in '88, still I bet you they were making a hundred grand. I feel like that's a lot of money in '88 for it is. and an artist just be doing art is probably not getting paid a hundred grand. God, you should be figure <laughs> out. But we're talking about thirty years ago. So like, because it just. They're not only are they super good, like because I've seen some behind the scenes on some of these like studios, they can just change their style. Like, like everyone who drew, like need? not one guy drew this movie. Right. Probably like thirty people drew right. this movie, and they all drew it exactly the same. <laughs> and like, if you do art, like, I do art like casually, like very casually. I'm not good or anything, but like, you develop your own kind of like right. style type. So you have to get so good where like you get out of that again. You're like, <laughs> I can do fucking anything and I can do your thing too. Yeah. Ted. <laughs> to me, it's like where I even think some of those animators put to get shame, like even some of the comic book artists and stuff like that. Cause some of them can't get out of their own style. I know that. And like I, Jim, like even Jim, he was like crazy. He has a style that's him. Like, right. I, I knew he drew this. And I've seen him try to draw like other people before because he's had those challenges. He doesn't. He can't. Like, he draws like him. <laughs> like, and it's good. Like, it's super good. But I feel like some of these animators could just come up and be like, yeah, fucking, I did it too. And I'll do it this way and this way and that way. I bet you're right, though. Like, in the sense that. I, I don't. F- first off, I don't think any artist at this time, unless you're well, well, well known, is getting paid anything. 
I think you're right, though, and in, in just bringing you back to comics, like these people probably, I don't know who drew this, you know, you're getting overshadowed by George Lucas and fucking yeah. Steven Spielberg and Kathleen Kennedy, we'll like see, you're getting overshadowed yeah. by these giant people, and it reminds me, I, I, Bill Finger just had his birthday come up, and I just did a small video for him, he died poor, because oh, he no. didn't get any credit for the shit Old that comic he fucking did. Didn't do any. Didn't get any money. No, Kirby was dying poor. Like Bob like Kane took all of the credit for yeah. shit that Bill Finger did, and he died with n- almost nothing. Like it's just wild. Like if you don't have a big voice and you don't have a big presence, you're probably going to get left behind. And that's where I feel like. In my mind, I think a lot of those animators are in that same boat where they're just drawing shit behind the scenes, making a cut, and probably retiring and struggling for money at the end of it. Whereas, like, I think the way you make money in art is diversifying what you do. Because there are all these YouTube artists and, like, photographers I see where they're making lots of fucking money. And it's not so much that they're making money because of their art. They're making money because they do, like, 85 different things with their art. (laughs) Right. They're like, they have a YouTube channel. They have the Patreon. They have this. They have that. They sell prints. Right. They do these other shit. If you're an artist, like I think you got to do that. It's like it's it, tough. Don't let some corporate like pay you bullshit. Right. Like, I think it's scary sometimes, you know, because you do you 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 almost have to let it all go yeah. and do this. Like even though you're doing ten things of this, that's what you have to do. Yeah. You know, you can't go to you can't have a full time job generally. Ever there's some people who have full time jobs and then they break out. But Mr. Beast does ten channels and he can't do anything else because he's focused on creating content for the 10 things that he does, you know, and you're right. You have, that's what you have to do. You can't do anything else. You've got to be focused on creating what you do in different ways. Yeah. I mean, he's not hurting at all though. No, (laughs) he's definitely successful. No, but that's what I, that's what I mean though. At the beginning, he made a video doing fucking nut. He counted for that's the, that's what his popular video was. I still can't believe he did that. (laughs) And and that's the thing you, as an artist, I feel like that's what you have to do. I, you know what I mean? I feel like Tim would, in order to be super, super successful, that's what you would do. You jump into your art and you create it. If Tim was going to be like a full time artist and help, I mean, Tim, we're not knocking you. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Far better at artistry than us. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, he would have to like go to work, go home, and like draw, draw, draw constantly, and then eventually leave work and try to do it right. full time. That's a th- you have to make that sacrifice to know. That's why i i left my <coughs> I left my apparel company in the hands of somebody who can do that. Yeah, you know, it's somebody who's just doing that, and, and I trust them enough to do that. There is a level of I'm going to call bullshit. This is like new agey shit. I hear it all the time. <laughs> if you work hard enough, you can be whatever artist you want to be. And in some arts, I think that is true. And in some arts, I don't care how hard you work. You will get good, but you will not be as good as the other people who are also talented. And you may not be successful, yeah. Yeah, like – because there are – there's like a dude I follow on TikTok who's been drawing for a year and a half. And he does draw every day. His drawings now are like photorealistic after oh, a year and a half. And I was like, that dude is talented. Like, there's a difference. I know people who have drawn every day like that, and their shit still kind of sucks because they just don't have that eye to like change it, you know? Right. I mean? And eventually they will get to the point where, yeah, like a normal person sees their art and is like, that's really good. But they will never be like doing what this guy's doing after like, you know, nine months. Right. Like, just chilling, going like. You know what's wild though? Is that in today's world, that artist who's not as good 
might be more successful yeah, that doesn't, that because doesn't he might have success. a big presence. Yeah, he yeah. might he might bring something as far as his personality goes yeah. that the other guy doesn't, and that's that's wild. Well, yeah, I'm not saying like skill necessarily determines success. Obviously, I think that is like not even true, right? Especially because I watch a lot of photography YouTubers, and there are some that are not that good. <laughs> I'm not that good. Like I don't I don't think I'm like a great photographer, but I know the difference. I've seen enough photos where I know like that is just I could go do this and I could replicate your what you're doing any day of the week. Right. And you're super super huge cuz you have like a very kind of niche um I don't know what you'd call it, like personality. <laughs> so people like listening to you talk about. Right. It. So that's fine. Which is also fine if that's how you make your money. Right. There's a photographer that I think is like one of the most he does one of the least talented things in photography you can do and he's probably one of the highest paid photographers on the planet right now <laughs> and that's he takes insanely detailed photos of m- small things it's like he has a gummy bear picture and what he does is he takes like hundred photos of it from different focal lengths different like you know whatever apertures different right he's changing everything to where he's getting Every single piece of that gummy bear in focus. You could never do that with one photo. It's more than you'll ever see with your eye. Right. And then he's combining all those technologically and then selling a a print, a giant print of it. And I was like, and there's really zero talent here. He just, nobody else was doing it. Right. And he used technology to get ahead. And he's selling shit for like $150,000, $200,000, like a fucking photo. (laughs) That basically a robot could have made. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, so it's weird. Uh, you know, I know we're way off track, but it's like the yeah. the the Banksy shit. Yeah. You know that fucking photo of a like a balloon, and then it yeah. shredded itself. Like that's I get it. That's his thing. Like it's cool. I, it was provocative. People paid a lot of money, and then it fucking shredded. But I mean, like that's not something I. W- I, I first off, I'd never pay a hundred thousand dollars for any kind of photo or painting or anything. It, that's just me. But like, I wouldn't do it for that. I no. Do it for something that I thought looked artistically really good, and you know, not a not because it's Banksy. I don't want to. I don't care. You know what I mean? If I had majillions of dollars, I would actually, I think, put a lot of it into art. But it would never be in a modern artist. But no offense, we don't know how. Just because your shit's worth a hundred thousand dollars today doesn't mean worth fucking anything right. in ten years. But like, if it was like I had a chance to buy like a Picasso or something, I would because I know that's. Going up from right, like it's not going. It's an investment, right? Right. Even though I think most Picassos are shit, like (laughs) even though I know he was very like he could do hyper realistic shit, they just didn't at towards the end of his life, and for some reason people love that shit. I don't understand why. (laughs) It's art, bro. To me, it's like lazy. Like I feel like he just got lazy at some point. His hands didn't work anymore. (laughs) He was like, he was like, I used to do this super talented shit. Nobody gave a fuck, and then I was like. Fucking you for an ear. <laughs> Circle for a nose. People love it. Okay. Done. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's let's get back on track a little bit. Give me uh, a yeah. small synopsis for the land before time. Okay. Uh the earth is dying for some reason. We don't know why. And there is one area still alive. The Great Valley. <laughs> Which obviously has limited resources as well. Littlefoot's mom kind of made a big promise here that doesn't end up panning out. (laughs) Well, it does for the short term. But I do think by like film three, I think shit's drying up from what I I understand. Buddy, I can't remember. I think I only remember the second one. I don't remember past that. Somehow all the dinosaurs, like, we know where it's at, but we've never been. (laughs) And they're all on a voyage to get back because they're all starving to death. Right. And whatnot. And... 
Littlefoot's mom dies, protecting the him and the three horned Sarah from the sharp tooth, which is a T Rex of some kind. Sarah's uh, kind of a bitch. Yeah, Sarah's an annoying character. <laughs> I remember thinking that when I was a kid, and that, that didn't change as I grew up. Why? They're trying to save you. Why are you such an asshole? But I mean, her dad is kind of a shitty dude. <laughs> so, in this film, children conquer bigotry and prejudice to escape the sharp teeth and get to the promised land of leaf stars and water. <laughs> Even though everything seems to want to get in their way, including the planet itself, <laughs> get I, off of me! I love that scene, like with the earthquake, where like the continents are coming together. I love that it happens fucking during the battle with a sharp tooth. Like that's a shitty day. <laughs> You're like trying to survive a T Rex attack, and the planet's like fucking ten pointer on the Richter scale. <laughs> like pieces of the Earth are disappearing while it's happening. Also, is the shark tooth retarded? Like he's like he don't give a fuck that the earth is busting up. He's like, I will eat this tiniest of morsel. I don't care that I might die. Bad guys don't care, bro. They'll go down with the ship. <laughs> so, like I, like we said, but I I I enjoyed it. I I, I, I think it holds up as much as it can. Like you said, sure. Uh, animation is different, you know, and, yeah. and you can tell how it's animated. But I think it takes a lot of talent to do something like that. And so it lends I mean, no itself it more. Impedes, I don't think animation impedes the movie at all. I, at the very beginning, I was like, it's a little smudgy, a little hard <laughs> to see. But I mean, like five minutes in, it's like anything else. Right. And by, by the end of it, I like the animation. Like, you know what I'm saying? The fight scene is dope, too, I think. Like I said, like that perspective is super sick. Yeah, I, I think you see grow. more like she swings and hits the animal and then he flies like 50 feet in there, yeah. you know, across the fucking land or some shit. I which think that would happen. Really, I don't know, man. You think? They're, they're, they're gigantic. Of, they're animals. of equal size, though. Like, but they weren't. If, but I mean, like, if you were to if you were to roundhouse kick me, I'm probably not going to fly 15 feet through, like, is how it usually is presented. Yeah, but, in, I mean, like, in, in, you get that, like, look because it's as tall as her. But, like, in reality, like, I think he's only, like, the size of, like, her back leg portion. Like, she she still has like another 80 feet of <laughs> body this way and like a giant ass neck and a giant like I think he's the size of her tail. I mean so perspectively they're probably 15 feet is probably not very much. Yeah. But I mean I I guess in my mind like you know what I mean like he's yeah. not like when you watch a cartoon fight of things like that they're flying hundreds of feet oh, yeah, after yeah. you know what I mean like it's very exaggerated. And I, I feel like this seems more real. Well, yeah, you got to exaggerate it a little bit, right. but it is more real than, like, most enemies. Right. Yes, 15 feet is because they're huge. So, yeah, yeah that, yeah. <laughs> and I think, like, if you, I just imagine, is it a brontosaurus? Like, what is what is a long neck? Uh, I think it is a brontosaurus. I just imagine, like. Brachiosaurus, I'm sure. If like that, that thing swings its fucking tail at you and hits you, like. I imagine well, I bet you die, but like I would die for well, sure. Yeah. I think a T Rex probably die too. Like I don't know, man. You I think? don't know that you get to be above bludgeoning, like because of size. Like I know it takes more to bludgeon, but like the tail of that thing has to be like an elephant, right? Like it's right gigantic, and it's swinging at full force, which is probably like. 30, 40 miles an hour. Well, I mean, so, I imagine if that hits you, it's breaking bones no matter how big you are. So a giraffe 
That's how they fight. They swing yeah. their fucking big old heads. And I think that would murder us. It probably would murder me, but an animal. Let's just say the giraffe swings his big ass head. I know they break fucking... each other's bones and stuff when they hit each other. Right, sometimes. but I don't think anything's dying. Like, you swing oh, it at a lions. horse. You There's think? those videos of, like, them killing lions. Yeah? I don't, I've never seen that. Yeah, no, oh, lions get fucked up when they try to fu- Sometimes lions fuck them up. Right. It's like back and forth. <laughs> There's definitely a video that I've seen where the giraffe straight mercs the lion. Huh. But it also involves stomping the shit out of him while he's, like, <laughs> while he's down. That's the thing. I don't know. It, maybe it is. Like, the headbutt obviously takes him down. I'm obviously smaller than, much smaller than a giraffe. So I feel yeah. like if it hit me in the right spot, I probably would die. I feel like if it hit me in the torso, but just, I think I'd a, be in a tremendous amount of pain. I, think but I compar- don't think I'd die. I think a comparison is like a horse in you. And if a horse kicks you, like you could die. You could. Like you're and you're definitely fucked up. Yeah, definitely. I've seen those videos a lot yeah. <laughs> because that feels very comparable to me. Like a human being is like the, around the same size as the back end of the right. horse, and even though weight wise, it's not the same. But like you know, as far as visually goes, and that's that felt like where the T Rex was too. Like it, it fucking kicks you, which is a lot less force than like. <laughs> I just feel like that would break some. Bu- I feel like at the very least you would be discouraged from attacking. hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. That motherfucker was big. And uh, he took several walks. <laughs> it's a seventy percent critic score, which I think is kind of low. Seventy nine percent audience score. So. Again, I don't know how you could watch as, as a critic and. Well, let's see. I was like, it is the land before time. Like they are dinosaurs, and there's a kids movie. <laughs> this was in 2015. Uh, the animation is fine, but the Stu Krieger screenplay contains violence that might be hard on the younger ones, preachiness that's hell on adults, and a never-let-up cuteness that can turn minds of all ages to mush. <laughs> what is the preachiness? So violent. <laughs> I, it's so weird. Like it's you the wrote the it preaching in- that I heard was from the adults going like, "We don't hang out with them." <laughs> But the other – I think this was so par for the course for younger younger people aged movies. Yeah. Like I said, like things were getting killed and you were learning really, really big lessons as a child watching G-rated movies. I feel like that's uh, that's an opinion that's taken maybe now. Maybe a lot of parents wouldn't show your kids something like that, which is really odd to me. But, like, I've, I just don't – I think that was a thing. Like, you have to rate every other film that way then. If this doesn't have any more violence than I would think any other G film has at the time. If I had kids short of things getting, like, their heads blown off or fuck scenes, I'm probably showing them just about anything else. Fuck scenes are a little uncomfortable, I'll tell you. Well, yeah, but I'm probably <laughs> hiding that from my kids, to be honest I, with you. I, I'm not, I, I don't watch anything where it's like you see, like full vag or anything crazy, but I do. I mean, it happens. It happens on regular TV. Well, yeah, so you can't get around. Sometimes it, it's just... It's uncomfortable, but it it is. If they have questions, I I answer. I don't, I'm, I don't mind answering. Honestly, they, too, I think that... It, this is my opinion. Yeah. I don't think I'm like a prudistic person. I think TV and stuff should do a better job than they do at that. That, like, you should know when a sex scene is coming up because there, it is like a family <laughs> it's just thing. just out of nowhere. Because <laughs> it does sometimes. <laughs> On Designated Survivor, I remember when, like, that gay fuck scene happens. It happens out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> like, it is just like a dude butt fucking another dude in bed. And I'm like, whoa. Like, we were in the Oval Office three <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> and this show has very not been, like, 
super adult. Like it's an adult theme, obviously, because it's a president. Right, right, right. Shit. Like a kid wouldn't just be watching. But it does come out of nowhere, though. Yeah, just, it seems a little me, off place. Even I'm, I'm a fucking nearly forty year old man. And I'm like, mm, come on. Like I said, but I don't, I don't know if that's like me getting older. I don't know if I thought about that because I still think that even like with all the other movies, I just like I don't understand why there's this sexuality here. That's not everyday life. Like, <laughs> like I know when I'm going to get butt fucked <laughs> ahead of time. <laughs> Doesn't just come out of nowhere. <laughs> Uh, and I really think they got to cut back, do better jobs on the sexuality of like people that are not eighteen. Yeah, instead yeah. Instead of acting like everyone's just an adult. So I went back and started watching Everybody some Rated Teenage Witch again, and I was like, "Yeah, but you don't need to show a fifteen-year-old in the bathtub." <laughs> that, and like, we talked room. about it. We talked yeah. about it on that episode. Like, it was like, "This is really uncomfortable. I don't know if I should. I should be watching this." Well, like, look as at, like, an adult, it's just really weird. Look at Harry Potter, right? Probably, I think, arguably one of the more successful movie series of all oh, time. Oh, for sure. There's no fucking anywhere in that show. No. Because there doesn't need There's barely to be. any kissing. Yeah, there needs there needs not be. <laughs> and I'm sure little wizards were fucking other little wizards. <laughs> <laughs> Probably even in the, in real life. There's enough extras and kids in that show that I'm sure some kids fuck some other kids at some point. Because it does happen. They didn't need to be in the movies and it wasn't. And it detracted from them, not at all. Right, right. No, not at all. You didn't think about it. No, never once. You know, putting it that way, where uh, even though Sabrina does go to school and shit, putting it in the where they're always at school in the wizarding world, it does feel weird. Like if all of a sudden they were just boning in the middle of a scene, it would feel really weird. Even the part where like they kind of got like flirty with the dance felt a little weird. Because I was like, this is a little weird. <laughs> I don't like this romantic. <laughs> Happens in the book. I know, but I just, a little weird. I was just saying, even though it was fine, it was a little weird. Uh, another bad review is it really only of interest to very young children, but at the same time, it is debatable whether or not it's suited to them. I disagree. I think this is definitely for kids. Yeah. <laughs> I watched this movie 8,000 times when I was a child. I remember wearing this, DVD, this VHS. He gave it a 4 out of 10. It's fucking crazy. At what point is this above? Like I said, fucking, what's that cart? It's not Los Machina. What is it? Vox. Vox Machina. Yeah. That thing is 16 plus and there's fucking in it. It's like tits. <laughs> that show is arguably not for the audience they're trying to sell it to. Like Land Before Time was clearly for kids. And if you're an adult, you don't feel like you have to blow your head off watching it. Like when I, if, if I have a kid, it's like this is the cartoons they're watching. I cannot watch this Teletubby fucking crazy no, shit. No, I can't. And it's even weirder now. Weebles and, and wobbles. And like, <laughs> no, you are watching this kind of shit <laughs> where I can I. It's not what I would go to. Like, I would never. Even for the show, I was like, do I really want to watch this? I just <laughs> something happened where I saw something where I was like, I kind of want to watch this movie again. <laughs> But I could I could sit through it and not want to murder myself. I watched Moana. And in Moana. fact, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Again, and stuff like Moana, yeah, stuff like that. I watched that like thirty times. Yeah, <laughs> and I enjoy, the Rock is funny. I enjoyed that yeah. kind of stuff. I, I agree with you. They can make Pixar it. Pixar and Disney are okay too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just can feel like agree that, with that. I, I lump those into this kind of animation right. where it's like it's not just like I can watch it too. Like, but there's so much shit for kids today where I'm like, <laughs> like that door of the explorer shit. My niece used to come over and want to watch that. I was like, you're not fucking watching that here. Like, <laughs> you watch that. I didn't say fucking, but you're not. You're watching at your own house. Dora can fuck off at my house. <laughs> 
That's funny. That's, I don't even know why they let kids watch that shit. It's like, this is not real. Nothing about this is real. There's a monkey. There's a swiper. He swipes <laughs> things. That's not okay. Oh, shit, buddy. That's funny. Uh, I don't know how to rate this either. I, I, I enjoyed it. It has a... I'm probably in the 80s, somewhere in the 80s That's for at. me. I'm As an like adult, 83. watching it again, yeah, I'm a low 80s. I'm like, what I watch it again today? Probably no. Did I buy it? No. I rented it. Because <laughs> I didn't need to own it. <laughs> Your algorithm is just going to be kid shit. <laughs> yeah, I watched it once. I did watch All Dogs Go to Heaven not that long ago, and I did buy that movie. That movie's. I thought that's just a straight up not for kids movie. To be honest with you, <laughs> that movie is Anna. You should look up the reviews on that because that should be like not for the people it was presented to. That movie is for adults. I remember thinking that when I was a kid when I watched it, I was like, "This is some harsh shit." <laughs> Fucking best friend betrays him, murders him with a car. <laughs> what did you give it officially? Eighty-two, I think. <laughs> what? Didn't you give it an 83? 82 and a half. No, it's I was like, I was like, this should be pretty easy. Yeah. <laughs> if you gave me 83, I gave me 82. It's 82.5. <laughs> uh, all dogs go to <laughs> Wow, jeez. It's got a 44% critic score and a 63% audience score. I don't understand the critic score on this one at all. This movie's great. <laughs> on All Dogs Go to Heaven? Yeah, it's... As an adult, it's brutal to a point where I don't want to watch it because it's brutal. All dogs go to heaven. The possible is the mundane. The plot meanders and chases its own tail without ever establishing coherent characters. A film that feels as under pressure as its poor protagonist. Whilst looking good, it lacks a well-thought-out strategy. Uh, The plotting, which is best when kept simple in a film for very young viewers, is so unfocused and overcomplicated that it becomes difficult to follow. The entire movie is linear. Like, I don't understand that. (laughs) The dog is trying to get rich at anyone's expense, like, and doesn't give a fuck about friendship or any of that. Like, and he'll throw anyone under the bus to do it, and slowly learns that that's not good. Like, I don't understand. Like, you can't follow that. I think you're a moron. Like, I don't think the movie didn't fail. Forty-three <laughs> percent. That seems so low. I could understand just being like, I don't like it. Right. Not my kind of thing. But it's hard to follow. I'm like, I followed it at eight. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be a movie critic. <laughs> Movies like uh, fucking Inception must blow your fucking mind. <laughs> All dogs go to heaven. It was a little hard to follow. Inception, I don't even know what happened. Colors on the screen. <laughs> DiCaprio, DiCaprio, that's all I know. There's a top. <laughs> and it's spun, maybe? I don't yeah. know. He's awake, he's not awake. <laughs> all right. So we gave it an 82 and a half. Um, that falls, where does that fall? 82 and a half is tied with, it's tied with the Night of the Living Dead, and it's right under Cube. <laughs> it's a weird placement. <laughs> oh, man. So, TOTLB.com, uh, Thinking Outside the Long Box, uh, Facebook.com slash Thinking Outside the Long Box. We're on Twitter and Instagram, 500 uh, YouTube subscribers. Go check out what's going on over there. Um, that's probably the end of this episode, I think. It is. It's too bad Alan wasn't in this movie to tell them that the T-Rex's site is based on movement. <laughs> Did you watch the new trailer? I think it looks so good. I, I love dinosaurs. I haven't watched it oh, I love dinosaurs. That's never going to get old I'll watch any me. Jurassic Park movie, even, yeah. even though they've been lackluster. Yeah, I don't even care. Yeah, I mean, they always look cool. 
Yeah. All right. Check us out next time. We will see you later. Uh, Michael fucks midgets. Yeah, mm. Michael Kirk, he fucks midgets. There's a phone number. Look it up. Yeah, nine seven zero five seven three six one four eight. See you later. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! ha <laughs> ha!